name is Arya Sitrin, and we're learning page Yud Gimel in the Kutay Torah of Bamidbar. And we're in the middle of the Maimar, when the Jewish people said Nasa before Nishma, Hashem said, who revealed the secret to my children, the secret that the Malachim use, about whom it says, They do his words, and they listen to his words. So this mime is explaining in a deeper way what it means, and and why was Matan Torah such a big deal when the others already fulfilled the mitzvahs. So we said that Hashem, lowered himself into the spheres, in order to create the world. And it says that in the place that you find Hashem's greatness, that's where you find his humility. Meaning to say that in order for Hashem to create this world and to make the spheres, he lowered himself. This is the greatest anava that Hashem can have. The greatest lowering that he can, that he did ever, was to bring himself into the aspects of the spheres, because these are actually considered like nothing compared to Hashem's essence. How does this happen? What makes Hashem lower himself into the spheres and through them into the world? It's through the Torah and the mitzvahs. Like it says in the very beginning of creation, Bereshis bara, that Hashem created the world for Rashis, which is referring to the Torah. Like it says in the Sifri, that one of the three Kinyanim that Hashem acquired in this world was the Torah. A Kinyan, something you acquire, is something very precious. So the Torah is why Hashem created the world, meaning to say that it's through the Torah through our learning Torah and fulfilling the mitzvahs, that we create the lowering of Hashem, we make it happen, so to speak, that Hashem should lower himself into the spheres and into creation. Now it says in the Zoyar that the mitzvahs are a machbikud, in 248 mitzvahs, which correspond to the 248 limbs of the king. Just like a limb has flesh and it has blood vessels, it has bones, and so on. And these are the keli for the life force that comes into them from the neshama. And this is what we call an aver, a limb. So to the mitzvahs, they are the kalim for Hashem's will. That it's through the mitzvahs that Hashem's will comes into this world, from the level of Hashem that's beyond the world, into this world, in a way of Malakalam, in a way that fills the world, so that his revelation should reach here into this world. This is what it says, that we fulfill the mitzvahs in order to, to fear Hashem, as we're going to explain shortly. This is when the Jewish people fulfill the mitzvahs, we create the kedusha of this world, in this world, from Hashem, through the mitzvahs. Now, the Torah is different than the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs are the limbs, and the Torah is the blood. The blood is the life force from the neshama, 
that gives and brings the life to all of the individual limbs. It is the source of the energy in those limbs. So too the Torah brings the chayas of Hashem into the mitzvahs. Like it says, Zois HaToyra Adam. Adam is Aleph Dam. Meaning to say that the Torah is like the blood and the energy in the mitzvahs. The Torah is what explains all the details of the mitzvahs, how they should be fulfilled. In that sense, it is the one that brings the mitzvahs, so to speak, into, into existence and brings the energy of Hashem into them, as we're going to learn now. We know that whoever learns about a particular carbon, it's as if he brought that carbon. Like it says, this is the Torah of the Oila. So by learning the Torah, it's like you brought the Oila. The Apostle also says, In every place, it is sacrificed to my name, and the Mincha is brought. How is it possible? It's impossible to sacrifice in every place and bring a Mincha. This is referring to Talmud HaChamim, who study about these halachas. And when they study it, it's as if they're bringing it. The question is, why should the quality of learning be better than the mitzvahs themselves? These mitzvahs only apply, for example, in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, in the place of Mizbeach, whereas the Tamin HaChamim could study Torah in any time and any place, and it's considered as if they did those very mitzvahs. And the same thing with other mitzvahs. We have mitzvahs that have time specifications, like Shabbos, Shoifah, Sukkah, Lulav, and so on. Each has their time. If you do them at other times, it's not a mitzvah at all. Not so when it comes to learning Torah. It's a mitzvah at all times to study Torah. Helcha Shabbos, Helcha Sukkah, and it's as if we fulfilled it, and it's beyond time and space. What's the reason for this? The concept is, like we said before, the Torah is like the blood that brings energy to all of the limbs equally. So the blood is beyond any specific limb. The mitzvahs are already specific limbs. And therefore, they are more connected to certain times and places. Like it says, There's everything has a time and a time for every desired matter under the heaven. What does it mean? This is referring to the mitzvahs. They are the chafetz rosh Hashem. They are the desire of Hashem. Nevertheless, they have a time because they are tachas Hashemayim. They are under the heavens. The Torah is called Shemayim, and the mitzvahs are under the heavens. They are a revelation of Hashem's will into this world in a specific way. For example, the sukkah is how the Ein Seif should be revealed from the highest level into this world, because it occurred to Hashem in the Torah, that it should that this specific revelation should happen in this specific way. For a sukkah, for example, it has to be seven by seven tvachim. It has to have the schach of something that's tahar, and so too many specific details and dinim. How this particular will of the ain't Sof should be revealed to this world. And it's only in this way that the Ein Sef is revealed. 
So by way of example, the Torah, which is the one that dictates these halachas, can be compared to a balabayas, to a household owner, who is arranging the, the various pieces of furniture in his house, where they should stand, and so too, and so on. So too it is with the Torah. The Torah is like the balabayas for the mitzvahs. It is directing the energy from the source, from the Ein Tzoyf, into the particular mitzvah. That's why the mitzvahs are called the Evorim, the Malka, the limbs of the king, that the Chayas is going into them already in a specific way. The Torah is like the blood, and that's why it's called Adam, Aleph Dam. The blood is bringing the soul, the energy, the Iker of the Chayas, and the life force for that particular limb, not just to grow it, but that it should actually be alive. And that's why, because the Torah is the source of the mitzvahs, it's beyond time and space. This is why it says, Adam. the Torah comes to the level of Adam, this is referring to the level of Hashem that is on the chair, on the Musak, he said, Adam. And the Adam is Melashan Adam similar to what is above, referring to the level of Hashem that is beyond the world, Soiv called Almin, beyond time and beyond space. The level about which it says, Hine Mokam Iti, that space is with me, it's beyond the space. Concerning that level, above and below are the same, just like the level of the blood that's in the body spreads equally throughout the entire body. And once you have a specific limb, then it is limited into its time and space. But once again, the Torah, which is a revelation of the will itself, that is beyond the time and space. It is what brings the will of Hashem into the specific mitzvah, and it's the source of that mitzvah. That's why it's called Raiva, the whole Raivin. It's the will of all the wills. It's beyond the specific will. And that's why it's not limited to time and space. And like Chazal Seikol, that all the desired things cannot be compared to the Torah, even even the mitzvahs. Now the purpose of the Torah and the mitzvahs is to bring Hashem's will into this world. Like the Pasuk says, Hashem commanded us to do all these mitzvahs in order to fear Hashem. Now we have to understand this. The Pasuk says, The holy people should fear Hashem. Why specifically the holy people? The Pasuk says, The entire world should fear Hashem. So what's the concept of Yerush Hashem Kedosh and how does that relate to the mitzvahs, which we said that the purpose of the mitzvahs is to bring about fear of Hashem. So the concept is like we know, it says, like our thoughts. The way it is concerning Hashem is that the higher levels, they are important. They're yesh. And the lower something is, the less of a divine revelation there is, the less important they are. Like it says, yesh. that the level that we're going to get in the future time is called yesh. That's a great level. Not so when you're looking at it from a perspective of Malmata, Lamaila. 
from below, on the contrary, what we see and what we understand, we call yesh. That exists. And what's beyond our comprehension is called ayin, because we don't understand it. Now, the main thing is that Hashem's will should be revealed, that the mata should be like the maila, that we should see things down here from the perspective of Hashem above. Just like from Hashem's perspective, we are completely nullified to Hashem, mamish like nothing, like it says, Lacha Hashem Agdula, that even Gedula and Gura is Lacha, is completely nullified to Hashem, and everything is like it's nothing, so too that revelation should be experienced down here in this world. Like it says, We should all see Hashem's speech. And we crawl into the cave, so to speak, because of the fear of Hashem. Meaning to say we should reach a level of complete bittel to Hashem. Now we can understand the difference between these two arets. The entire world fears Hashem is the lower level of fear where we still fear ourselves as a yesh. But we still fear Hashem, even though we're a yesh. Yur es Hashem, Kedoshav, is that we should be es Hashem. We should completely be nullified and secondary to Hashem. Mamish bottle, just like it is from Hashem's perspective, that He is the yesh, above is the yesh, and we are like nothing. This is the meaning of ki ein of Hashem Kedoshav, ki ein there should be nothing lacking. Meaning to say we should be compl- in a level of complete bittel without any, any lack of that bittel. This level of yira is brought about through learning type. Like it says, main chachma in yira. If you don't have chachma, which is the chachma of the Torah, you will not be able to achieve this yira. And this is the meaning of the Pasuk of This level of yira comes through the Torah and the mitzvahs. Asher kiddushonu mitzvahsavitzivanu. And this is like the Pasuk says, the purpose of the Mitzvah is Liyur Hashem. This level of Yira was achieved especially at the time of Matan Torah. And that's why we experience Matan Torah together with thunder and lightning and our souls left our bodies and so on. And the experience was so overwhelming that we even lost our Yitzhahara temporarily. Like it says, we were chayers from the Malach HaMavas. We were free of the Malach HaMavas and the Yitzhahara until the Chet Egel. Only after the Chet Egel is when we got the Yitzhahara back and we had to work little by little, ma'at ma'at agarshenu, to chase away the Yitzhahara. But at the time of the Matan Torah, we said we achieved this level of the mitzvahs being revealed in such a way that it should let, uh, allow us to have a complete bittel to Hashem, so that we're completely nothing, which is why we had freedom from the Malach Mavis and from the Yitzhar, because we actually achieved that level. This is the quality of the mountain Torah that the Jewish people got. Now, of course, we know the others also did the mitzvahs. But Yishmer Mishmarti, Hashem, uh, sorry, Avram kept the mitzvahs, even though they weren't given yet, the shine in the world, in the same intensity as happened by Matan Torah. So this ability that through a mitzvah we could achieve this level of Bittl Hashem, that was unique to Matan Torah. Avram kept the mitzvahs, 
but they didn't have this quality that they have now. Now, when Hashem said, for example, what that means is that even when we fulfill this mitzvah, which seems like a very simple mitzvah, we, when we fulfill it now that the mitzvah was given, it can help us achieve this level of complete bittel to Hashem that we described. And this relates to the deeper meaning of Leisirzach, which is not just about killing another person, but it's about spilling the blood of man by man. What does it mean? That we have the dam, we have the energy, so to speak, that's coming from Hashem. We also have the Odom Blial, which is the Yetzirah, which, which is corresponding, so to speak, against the Odom of Kedusha. And because the Jewish people are connected to Hashem, we come from Hashem's thoughts. Therefore, if we sin, we are removing some of the energy that we contain from Hashem. And we're bringing that energy through the sin and thought, speech, and action. We're giving that energy to the Adam de Lumaza, from the to, to the Adam in the side of unholiness. And this is like the concept of spilling blood, spilling the holy energy from Hashem and Shalom, giving it to the Adam of Klipa. Similarly with other Averas, for example, Loisinaf, which means not to commit adultery, and this is referring in a spiritual way to not giving the Shefa, the, the blessing, to the outside forces. Loisignav is also not to steal from the energy of Kedusha and give it to the unholy forces. And we accomplish that by being careful to not do things in an improper manner for personal agendas and so on. Now, when Matan Torah happened, it says Loi Sirtzach. Loi Sirtzach can be translated in two ways. It can be either as a command or as a statement of fact predicting the future. You will not murder. Loi Sirtzach can be translated as you shall not murder or it can be translated as you will not murder. Meaning to say that there will come a time when there will not be any sirtzach, there will not be any murder, which doesn't just mean murder like we said, but also giving of the energy to the unholy forces. In the Hebrew language, the command form of the verb as well as the future form of it are are expressed in the same way. Now that's when Hashem gave us the Torah. At that point, it was It was a statement of fact that we would not murder. Unfortunately, as a result of the Chet uh, Egel, now we once more have to go back to working on it little by little. And this is accomplished, in other words, chasing away the, uh, the Yetzirah. At, at the time of Matantoyah, it was completely chased away. But nowadays, we have to work on it little by little. And this is accomplished through learning Torah. Little by little, this chases away the Yetzirah. Like it says, Hashem places his words in my mouth, in our mouths. And this accomplishes that the sins should be gotten rid of from the world. 
The Torah Shabbat is compared to the Eitz Chaim, the Machazikim, by the tree of life. The Torah Shabbat is called in the Zohar the tree of Toivara, Eitz Adas Toivara. Why is that? Because it's through the Torah Shabbat that we separate between good and evil. For example, when a person learns Elu Trefois, Veluk Sheiris, what animals are kosher, one, uh, which ones are not kosher, this separates between what is pure and what is impure in this world. The holy and the unholy forces. It causes the unholy forces to melt away like wax until Mashiach's time when all of this will be gotten rid of from the world and it will be Hashem Echad Echad and the revelation of Echad will be revealed in this world. Now, this also was experienced in the Beis Migdash, where it says, all of your Zacharim will be seen. Just like they came to see, so too they came to be seen. Meaning to say, just like Hashem sees us from the perspective of everything being nothing, so too we got that same perspective when, we're, when we were in the base of English. Like it says, ayin ba'ayin, you'll see eye to eye, that our seeing of Hashem should be equal to the way Hashem sees us. Nowadays, we don't have the base of Migdash. And we can no longer accomplish this idea of to be seen and to bow. And this is a result of our sins, because our sins separate between us and Elekechem. And the sins that we do, unfortunately, separate between our ability to see Hashem in this same way. Hashem still sees us from that perspective of complete bittle, but we no longer see Him in the same way. About this, it says, that the river, the revelation of Hashem, will be ruined and dried up. The Yechrav is referring to the first base of Mikdash, drying the, the destruction of that revelation, and the Yavish, the drying up of that revelation to the second base of Mikdash. The first base of Mikdash was a revelation of Bereshis, which is Chachma, that was Yechrav, that was destroyed. And that left us, that revelation. And then the second Mesa Migdash was Yavesh, referring to the revelation of the Midois that happened in the second Mesa Migdash that was also dried up. And now we have to do Truva in order to achieve these same levels. Truva and Maisen Toivim will help us achieve the revelation of the Orki Toiv. And that's through the Merirus a bitterness in a person's soul, to make a chesh a nefesh. And this is what happened in Mitzrayim when they felt bitter, and that is what brought them to Davin to Hashem in the way they did, and that, of course, eventually led to Matan Torah. So that feeling of bitterness eventually led them to have the experience of Matan Torah, which was ayin ba'ayin. And nowadays the same can be said, even though we don't have the ayin ba'ayin, experience anymore without the base of English, but through Truva we can achieve it somewhat. Everything we've been discussing is about the concept of Lishmoya Bakol to listen to Hashem's voice. Through doing the mitzvahs, we achieve the level of Bittal that we discussed, the high level of Bittal, which will ultimately be fully realized in the time of Mashiach. And this is the concept of Sayyid Tassim Allah having a king upon ourselves, listening to him, cleaving to him, being totally nullified to him. However, 
we also have to have the Oisei Devari, to create Hashem's words, so to speak. The Pasuk says, Malchus Malchus that all of the worlds receive their energy from the level of Hashem's Malchus. Now, how could we accomplish Melech Shemoy Nikra Alehem? How can we bring about the concept of Melech, of Hashem's name being upon us, if we only come from that concept of Melech? How can we create the very source from which we come? So the concept is that through the Torah and the mitzvahs, we can bring about the very will of Hashem to be our Melech. So by, creating, by, by doing the Torah and the mitzvahs, we can actually create, so to speak, the Kedusha within those Torah and mitzvahs. Like it says, Kadshenu Hashem sanctifies us through the mitzvahs. Like we say, when we do a mitzvah, we are baruch, we bring down the level of atta, the level of Hashem that is atta, into this world to be the melech oilam, so that we can be nullified to Hashem through that specific mitzvah. We create the revelation, so to speak, that happens within the mitzvah. How do we have the power to create this? To bring down Hashem's will into the mitzvah, and then through that mitzvah to achieve the year like we discussed. This is because of the secret that every Jewish person has. Mi gila levonai rozu, who revealed to my children this secret. This is the secret that we have, an ava musuteris la Hashem, a hidden love for Hashem which enables us to bring about this revelation to Hashem, uh, of Hashem, excuse me, in this world. We just have to bring out that love from a state of Helam into Gilu, from being hidden to being revealed. And this is through toiling, Yigiyas Nefesh and Yigiyas Basar, the toiling of our soul and of our flesh, just like it was Mitzrayim, that the Jewish people's lives were bitter with avoid the kasha, and levenim. The Zayah says, Chaymer is talking about Kawa Chaymer, levenim is libun hilchasa. So they were really toiling in Torah, just like they were toiling in bricks. They were toiling in Torah, in great depth. And it's the toil that brings about this revelation that we discussed. Nowadays, we accomplish this through davening. We achieve a Messias Nefesh and Echad to give over our will to Hashem, that we should be totally nullified in a way of Sumeran Asay Toiv and sanctifying ourselves with what is permissible to us. And so too that we inspire ourselves through davening to learn Torah more than we're accustomed to learning. If we only learn what we're accustomed to learning, that's natural and that's what we're used to. And this does not bring about a new revelation from Hashem, from the level of Tmir to Chol Tmir, the most hidden level. The only way we can bring it about is by serving Hashem from the depths of our heart, from what is beyond our nature. Bringing out that devotion to Hashem brings out our love for Hashem that is hidden to be revealed. And this is all accomplished through davening. When we reach Mesiris Nefesh and Echad, when we say Echad, that's the main Pasuk of Shema, Rabbi Yudah Hanasi used to only say that Pasuk, 
because that's the main possible to achieve connection to Hashem Echad. Giving our lives to Hashem Echad, like we said, means not just our lives, but everything. Machshava, Dibar, Maisa, only doing Hashem's will from the very depths of our being. And that's why nowadays, when there is no Beis HaMikdash, we have to daven in this way. Down the Beis HaMikdash, we said, they experienced this ayin ba'ayin, this level of bittel, eye to eye in the Beis HaMikdash itself. Now we have to bring about this, excuse me, this devotion to Hashem through davening. Every Baal Nefesh, every master of his soul, should inspire himself to Hashem during davening. And then, after davening, he can bring about this Ratzon Elyon through learning Torah, like we said, in a way that is beyond his nature. Now, a person who has Tarasim Rasai, a person who learns Torah constantly, like the Hadan Time of the Gemara, his Neshama was so connected to Hashem that he was Potter from davening. He did not need to prepare himself in order to learn in this way, didn't have to bring out the hidden love that he had for Hashem, because he was on the level of Terasuyim that love was revealed all the time. So what we're describing now is the concept of Tshuva. The level of the Balei Tshuva is even beyond the level of the Tzaddik and Gemurim. Because the Balei Tshuva, they bring about a revelation that is hidden to be revealed. Like it says, The experience of Oilam Habba is that they get pleasure from the Ziv That's a revelation of Hashem. The Baal Tshuva, on the other hand, brings from the source, the Tmir, the whole Tmir. How does he do this? Through a skafia of the sitra achra, subjugating the sitra achra, transforming from darkness to light, from bitterness to sweet, and so on. Because the world now is filled with darkness. And we want that Hashem's revelation should be revealed down here like it is on high, like we said before. But within this world, there are many coverings and concealments and the revelation is only according to what we can accept and so on. But when we subjugate the sitra, achra, then we bring about this revelation that we've been describing of Lamaila and Lamata Shavin. So this is our avoider now in the time of Golos. It's like the avoider of the Baal Shuvah, that we have to overcome this darkness to bring about the same revelation they had in the time of the Beis Amidosh. So that we should come to a level of ayin by ayin yiru, seeing Hashem eye to eye. We will experience the level of Echad and to become one within Hashem's oneness. And going back to what we said earlier, this is the meaning of Bashashik, then we saw Nasa Lenishma when the Jewish people said Nasa before Nishma. Nasa means to actually create Hashem's will so that Hashem should want to be the Melech Oilam. This is accomplished, like we said, through the mitzvahs. It comes before the nishma, which is the fulfilling of the mitzvahs, which brings about a bitl b'mitzis to Hashem. That's the concept of nishma. 
But first, there has to be the nasa. There has to be the very creation of Hashem's will. And that comes when we have the revelation of the roz, the hidden love that we have for Hashem, serving Hashem from the very essence of our neshamas, in a way of yegiyas nefesh and yegiyas basar, toiling to reveal that hidden love, which creates an asusad lesata, uh, awakening from below, which then brings about an asusad awakening from above, so that Hashem's desire for this world should begin, and his desire for us to fulfill the mitzvahs should begin, and so on. So this is what Hashem was asking. Who revealed the secret? Who brought out the secret of our fulfilling, our revealing, our hidden love to Hashem in such a way that it actually creates the Torah and the mitzvahs? And this is the concept that the Torah comes to the Machshavah HaKduma, from the earliest thought, the level of Hashem that's beyond Chachmah, the very source of the Torah and the mitzvahs. So, we learned in the Mimer how the Jewish people are Oisei they create Hashem's will of the Torah and the mitzvahs by connecting to Hashem in a way of Echad Be'echad, from the very depths of their soul, yearning to serve Hashem, toiling to serve Hashem, in a way of complete Messias Nefesh. This brings about the revelation of Hashem's will into the mitzvahs, which we can then fulfill to experience a, a level of Yiras Hashem, a complete nullification to Hashem, in a way of Ayin Ba'ayin, that our eyes should see ourselves as being totally nullified to Hashem, just like Hashem sees us. Thank you.